0: Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and uh, really pleased to be joined by our good friend uh, from the Deseret News, Christian Sagers, uh, who, who wrote a great piece over the weekend. You know, we've been watching all of these different scandals going on and things at uh, the highest levels of government for so long. And, uh, of course, in the wake of uh, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, as his situation continues to become more dire, as more uh, people continue to come out in terms of what kind of work environment was going on, uh, there's uh, there's a real crisis of a different kind uh, that Christian captured over the weekend that I wanted him to share with all of us today. So, Christian, thanks for joining us.
1: Hey, Boyd. Thank you.
0: <laughs> so you say we've got a crisis of contrition in this country. Explain that to us. Uh,
1: The best way to explain it is to frame it around what you've been saying about Governor Cuomo. So just to perhaps update your listeners if they're not aware, you know, first news broke that he was, his administration had covered up underreported nursing home deaths due to COVID-19, which was a big uh, blow to the the health officials who needed that data. And then um, one by one, these, accusers of sexual misconduct or sexual harassment in the workplace have stepped forward saying Governor Cuomo has not made a good work environment for us. Um, and his strategy is straight from the playbook of the past four years. It's, it's incredible to watch. He, he denies the allegations. He deflects and distracts from the issue. And he's really just digging in Hoping to move on once the news cycle jumps to the next new thing, there is no apology, there is no real as you say contrition and and I wrote about this in relationship to President Trump's second impeachment trial also what we saw was just an amazing lack of remorse from a mm-hmm. lot of people um no one's no one really cares to to stand up and very with a with a very sincere heart say. I am so sorry that this is happening that that I did this or that this is the outcome and that I think is the much bigger crisis than a lot of these scandals we're seeing.
0: Yeah, it it's so interesting and uh, and it really seemed to uh to get doubled down as it relates to Governor Cuomo over the weekend. You had this large number of Democrats, uh their entire almost their entire delegation, their federal delegation including uh, Chuck Schumer and Senator Gillibrand, uh, along with a number of their House members, uh, including those who have been pretty loyal and pretty close uh, to Governor Cuomo, saying that uh, we you need to step down. You can no longer lead or govern in a in an efficient and an effective way for the people of New York. It's it's time to step down. Uh, and as you said, Christian, he 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 doubled down. He he followed a, a similar model that we saw during the Trump administration in terms of deny, deflect, and uh, just. Wait for the the you know flood the zone with all kinds of other uh, misdirections uh, and hope that uh, everybody moves on. Uh, but to mm-hmm. to me, this is less about our political leaders. Uh, I think this is more uh, a, uh, a look in the mirror moment. I think for all of us,
1: absolutely. The the I was on your show last week saying it's it's not politics that has led us here. It's the culture, right? Mm-hmm. The politics lags behind our culture. And our culture has accepted a a moment of insincerity, of narcissism, of selfishness. And so it's no wonder that we have a very difficult time showing humility and apologizing. And, And so, of course, that manifests itself in the kinds of leaders we choose to lead us. And as I wrote for this piece in the desert news, I, you know, the Como stuff is is going on and we'll let the investigations find what they find. But a more central question is just why, why are so many of these leaders in our lives, not very great people. They, They tend to be abusive and pretty vain and so forth. And again, I think that just goes back to our culture, which is accepting this willingness to be combative and to, to show your muscle per se, but, but, there's just been an amazing void of humility of contrition of meekness and those are just as important uh, well i would say more important values of leadership than any show of strength or confidence
0: yeah yeah no question about it uh, you had some great examples in your piece of uh, of different people who have uh, you know had had very good public persona Uh, Ellen DeGeneres or uh, Steve Jobs uh, that, uh, you know, we're we're great in front of a camera. We're great in front of a great crowd. Of course, a lot of members of Congress. uh, And yet uh, often they end up promoting very toxic work environments, really challenging situations. Uh, I know I've I've witnessed a few uh, members of the Senate back in Washington just blister uh, junior staffers for just trivial, meaningless mistakes. Uh, it's like on on what planet is that okay and how did we how did we get to where that is okay
1: <laughs> i wish i had an answer for you about <laughs> why why we accept this I, you know you've written too boyd about how we love a strong man from time to time we love somebody to get up and fight for us yeah but that's a very short term situation and that is not going to fix our long term problems our our long term culture depends on individuals saying, actually, nice, niceness and kindness is, is the much better way. In fact, the research backs that up. Arthur Brooks, we love to quote social scientist Arthur Brooks, uh, has dug up some research saying, you know, um, leaders who are nice, who practice kindness, perform better in their work. They, they have a higher um, approval rating from those who work underneath them. Um, basically, kindness pays off in the long run. It's much better to be uh, respectful, to lead with with authority. You can still lead with authority, but be kind while you're doing it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love the way you concluded the piece uh, with a little bit from George H.W. Bush, who, who may have been the kindest president. Uh, he and Jimmy Carter may, uh, may have that title together. Uh, but I love that uh, from his inaugural address that America is never wholly herself. Unless she is engaged in high moral principle, uh, I think that's a that's a big thing. Uh, it is to make kinder the face of the nation and gentler the face of the world. Uh, good stuff. Great writing as always, Christian Sagers. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Boyd. All right, we've got Christian's piece up on our uh, Facebook page. You can also read that at Deseret.com. It's a great read. Uh, It really is interesting to me that we have this crisis of contrition, uh, this arrogance that seems to be getting in the way of good leadership, of great leadership, uh, and of moving the country forward. But remember, the politics is the lagging indicator. It's what's going on in our homes and communities uh, that will lead us to where we really want to go. We're going to step aside for a quick commercial break. Stay with us. When we come back, we're going to break down BYU going to the big dance. My conversation with Coach Mark Pope one year ago when the big dance got canceled. What's different this year? Find out next. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today